I can't see. I show you.
I hope that we are all believers and accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord. 
personals if thou shalt confess with your mouth the lord jesus and shall believe in thy heart that god has raised him from the dead they shall be saved also you can follow us the world at d underscore world 22 on twitter and on instagram and we are also on facebook at the world so if you're not following us please do follow us so sir once again welcome to the world tonight's conversation is all about dating in the 21st century and um i was going around on the internet and then i saw this article that was published by it was actually ghana statistical service and it says that more than 1.6 million ghanaians 15 years and older are cohabitants. and i know this is we are not talking about cohabitation but is in the line of relationship right in a romantic relationship or seeking to have romantic relationship when they are not even done with their own like self-discovery anatomic <laughs> discovery so in your own words or in in your position what do you think is causing the rush in dating okay um celestine thank you so much um let's pray you're welcome Father, in the name of Jesus, help us, lead us by your wisdom and guide us through this whole discussion. Come and be the light and the center and the focus of this whole meeting. In Jesus' name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hello. Hello. Okay. I, hope, I hope you can hear me. Yes, sir, we can. Okay. okay, thank you very much. Um, your question is very interesting. First and foremost, thank you for the opportunity. Um, Pastor Charles, thank you also for the opportunity. Um, is there really a rush in, 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 in dating? It's interesting because mm -hmm. um, I don't know if people, the youth really know what dating is. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy tonight all of us who have gathered here are Christians. Because as Christians, in the first place, we are not supposed to be involved in romantic relationships. So, um, I am amazed at the statistics you have put out there. But what I would say is that the Bible says that for lack of knowledge, my people perish. Mm -hmm. That is in Isaiah chapter 4, verse 6. And I feel strongly that it is because people do not know the consequences of entering into romantic relationships before marriage. That is why for me, I feel they are rushing into it. But let's come to the, to the focus of your question. Mm -hmm. I believe number one has to do with peer pressure. Um, you see, the youth of today feel that people are entering into um, relationships, they are dating, it's normal to have a boyfriend, it's normal to have a girlfriend, so why don't I also partake in it or involve myself in, in, in this kind of thing? So I think the number one problem or the number one reason why people are entering into romantic relationships or dating in our century or in this century is because of peer pressure. Mm -hmm. And I also feel that sometimes when they involve themselves in this, um, in um, dating relationships, they tend mm -hmm. to have a certain level of acceptance in society. They feel that if you are not dating, 
then as a youth or as a young person, then you are not accepted in society. And I feel this is this is this is very very wrong. Mm. You see, and the other thing is that um, when you look at the biology of the youth of a young mm -hmm. person, it is also normal because of hormonal changes to feel that at a particular point in time, I have to enter into a relationship or what you are calling dating. Mm -hmm. So I believe that these are some of the few reasons why people are rushing into, 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 into dating. And maybe for the fear of being alone, people think that most of the youth feel they are lonely. So by entering into a dating relationship, then they, 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 they get some form of companionship. But I believe all these things are, are wrong. So if we want to use the Bible as our compass, I would say mm -hmm. that it is because of lack of knowledge. That is why most people or the youth of today are rushing into, into, into dating. So overall, like all the four points that you just said are underneath the lack of knowledge. And while you were mm -hmm. talking, you, you, talk, you mentioned peer pressure. Uh, people dating as a form of acceptance into the society they find themselves or the community they find themselves and uh, hormonal changes which for the female is actually it happens earlier than the males so that mm. is a big thing and also fearful or uh, fear of being alone what do you think the family system the role of the family system because i i am believing or i'm thinking that if parents actually like performing their roles and duties as parents their first um, gateways to children into the community don't you think this would like go a long way in regulating um quotes like dating scenes hmm. um celestine i think you are, you are you are right you see it all has to do with the knowledge i was talking about because like you are doing tonight, you are actually imparting knowledge, you are actually teaching the youth, you are actually teaching people the consequences of dating, why you must enter into dating and why you must not enter into dating. So for example, if um, Christian parents are involved in this kind of knowledge sharing, it will help a lot. It will help a lot. So you are right. You are right. I feel parents are not playing a certain pivotal role when it comes to helping the youth of today. Okay. Um, my next mm -hmm. question is, what is the purpose of dating? Is, date, is dating even a thing? Or is it like the hype that we have lifted it to be? Um, but um, <laughs> the purpose of dating for me mm -hmm. as a Christian is to, I think, is to get to know your potential partner. Is that the case? Hello, Celestine. Yes, sir. To know your potential so, partner. Yeah, so it's to get to know your potential partner. And then in trying to know your potential partner, mm -hmm. um, um, it should not, as Christians, it should not include romantic relationship in the first place. Mm. You, you, you get it. So yes. I feel the main purpose for me, I, I, I am not comfortable with the word dating. I would have preferred something like friendship. Then I'll be able to engage you better. But let's take, let's take dating as friendship. Okay. In this context. So I would say that we, we, we enter into relationships or dating to know um, our potential partners. 
Okay, so so we will get to know whether we are compatible by way of even getting to know our temperaments. Can we blend easily? You get it. So for me, the focus of dating or friendship before marriage is for the purpose of knowing your potential partner. Mm. But if we categorize this as friendship, does that mean that any person that comes into our life can be a potential like partner or future her spouse because if you yes like because i'm thinking that so that should be categories Mm. so that should be categories yes it depends on what for example i knew Mm -hmm. my wife eight years before i married her eight years now i can say let's say for the for the first seven years of that friendship Mm -hmm. i i i i was i i marriage was not part of the friendship but then when it's I made up my sure? mind to marry her, yes, mm-hmm. I'm very sure about that. I actually mm-hmm. even had somebody I was going to marry. Oh, okay. You, you get it. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. she was close to me. We were moving all right. But she marriage was not on my mind. But then at a point, I decided that I was going to marry her. Now the friendship moved to another level of intimacy. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you get it. Hmm. You, you, your, your example is very perfect because I want you to know at what point in that friendship did you decide to marry? Like, did you decide that this is my, my partner? So th- this, this is this. How, at what point in our friendship, which is what we will be calling dating right now, should we determine that this person is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? Mm. You mean you mean at what point? Yes, at what stage in that friendship? At that at what stage in working together with this particular person should we like decide or make that decision that this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? Okay, okay, I get it. For me, let me use myself as a classical example. And you okay. know, at a point in your life as a man, you you would want to marry right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um when you get to that level you would every man will want to start searching or looking for someone so when you have that conviction in your heart then you 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 you, you decide to look for a woman or a lady to marry mm-hmm. you get it so i would mm-hmm. say it is at that point that you can now say okay now let's enter into it and see what 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 happens okay, okay. what are for a man because you were talking from the male perspective kate is that actually confirms the conviction in your heart that yes this is the time for me to move this relationship to the next step and not just saying that oh i'm ready to get married so let's go hunting oh, oh, oh. i remember one day i was sharing with my church that um mm-hmm. you see these days men are not marrying boys are men ask men are marrying boys are also marrying and there's a difference between a boy and a man teachers you get it so mm-hmm. if you if you read genesis chapter 2 verse 24 bible says that um at a point a man will leave his mother and father and be joined to the wife bible did not say a boy will leave his father and his mother and be joined to a girl you get mm-hmm. it. So, so, so for me, yeah. marriage is a very serious thing. So I would say, 
that mm-hmm. if you are, let's say, I would define a man as, for example, you know, you started some work, you know, you have a tent. Let me use mm-hmm. tent as somewhere you are staying. You get it. You earn a little bit of income. Mm-hmm. You know you can lead a woman. You, you, you get it. You know that you can actually, so for example, mm-hmm. to, I'm, I'm bringing into my life, will I be able to manage her? Can I be her head? Now, when I uh, take the other way around, the opposite side, which is the woman, Bible says mm-hmm. that, and the man shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one. Bible did not say, and the man shall be joined to a girl, and the two shall become mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. So, for the, in the case of the, 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 the wife too, you must also ask yourself, can I take care of another person's child? Because the moment you become a woman and you decide to accept somebody's proposal or to date that person or to move mm-hmm. the relationship to a higher level, then you should be in a certain, at a certain stage of maturity where you now know that I can manage another person's, um, what do you call it, um, um, son. But to be able to come to that conclusion, ask yourself, are you able to even manage your own self? Mm-hmm. Would you be able to manage a home? Mm-hmm. Would you be able to, um, um, when you are giving money, what you call chop money or housekeeping mm-hmm. money, would I be mm-hmm. able to ma- manage it? Do I have that maturity? Do I have self-respect for myself? All mm-hmm. these things are things that indicators that you have to look out for. And then when you see that all these indicators are available, then I think you are now ready as a man or as a woman to enter into that kind of um, relationship. Well, thank you so much. So some of the indicators to know is work and by habitation, leadership, income, hardship. That is for the men. And I guess there is mm-hmm. more. And then for the women, yes, like yes. Um, being ready, the conviction that you can actually take care of another person aside yourself, managing a mm-hmm. home, managing budgets, finances and self-respect. And I also believe that there is more. And mm. when you were um, defining dating and courtship for a believer, mm. you said that for you, you preferred us to call it friendship and that mm. there should be boundaries. It shouldn't be romantic. So if I mm. do decide or if we decide to get into a relationship or to get into a friendship, what are some of the boundaries or standards we need to maintain to ensure that we are not trespassing? Hmm. This, this is very interesting. Um, I'm going to share a few things with you, and I'm happy um, um, about the title you are using today, the team you are using today, that dating in a new era. Because mm-hmm. some of these things I'm going to share with you, you people will think it's not something that, that is in the new era. But it's unfortunate. <laughs> but if we are really, really, really Christians, then these things, I believe, are very, very important. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I personally practiced these things when I was dating or when I was in friendship but and I believe it helped so as I share with you I believe it will also help anybody who is listening to me tonight okay the first thing I would say is that do not have sex when you are dating or when you are in friendship sex is out for me that is out and then number two if, 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 if it is possible, you have to avoid hugging and kissing. Hugging and kissing should not be part of the dating process or the friendship. Because all these things can lead to other things. For example, if you start kissing, if you start hugging, 
these are things that can lead you on into other things you may not want to do as a Christian. As a Christian, you 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 get it. As 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 much as possible, don't stay indoors alone with the with 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 with, with the your, your, the person you intend to marry in future. Mm-hmm. The whole idea is to build a very solid foundation for your marriage. So in trying to mm-hmm. build this this solid foundation, all these things are very very critical. Because if you mess up, you end up breaking or destroying the very foundation on which your future marriage is going to stand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are, we, um, I'm also saying that do not undress in the presence of, 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 of your friend or your date. Mm. You get it. I can just imagine I'm in a room with you alone and you start undressing uh, right in front of me. Anything can happen. Remember I mm-hmm. talked about hormonal changes. You, are, mm-hmm. you can be a very good Christian, but you can fall easily if you don't take care of some of these little, little things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then, the youth of today, I know you like fondling a lot. Some of you, you can fondle the breast, the, 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 and, and other areas which you are not supposed to be touching. Do you get it? So as much as possible, let's avoid all these things. And, um, do not lie on the same bed with your with your partner or the one you intend to marry. Mm-hmm. You see, this is also very very dangerous. So you go visit your date or you go visit your friend, and then you should sit in a chair or you should sit outside in the open. Remember, I believe tonight I'm talking to Christians. I'm talking to Christian youth. Mm-hmm. So let's take all these things very 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 serious. So Celine, um, um, Celestine, like I said. The list is endless, but these are a few things I would want to share with you okay. tonight. Thank you so much. So no physical contact, no sex, nothing. Yes. Um, no being in a secluded area where you're intended yes. partner. Mm-hmm. No undressing, no fun. I feel like all of those are in the physical, like, personal space area. Yes. So yes. literally that person should not be in your personal space. Six uh, feet away. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's why I'm saying we have, we have, we have. Um, you see, you must be under a certain level of control. Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy you are calling it a new era, because mm-hmm. gradually things are changing. Mm-hmm. Let me take you to the Bible. Mm-hmm. Where in the Bible do we find um, dating? Where in the Bible do we find dating? Now. If we take um, the relationship that was between Mary and, let's say, Joseph, mm-hmm. Bible says that at a point Joseph was surprised that Mary was pregnant because he did not have he did not have any sex with Mary. So his question to Mary was, "How come you are pregnant? It is not possible. You get it. And mm-hmm. if you take if you go to the um, um, Old Testament, for example, the relationship between Jacob and Rahel, Rachel. Mm-hmm was also a type of dating or it was a type of relationship. But remember, they ne- there was nothing, there was no record of sex or any of these romantic things that we do today. So as children of God, we must try and desist from some of these little letters because gradually we are deviating. And that is why we are even terming a new era. You get it. Mm-hmm. So as much mm-hmm. as possible, let the Bible be our guide. Let Jesus Christ still be the center of whatever we do as Christians. So I'm not defining, let's say, six feet gab or anything, but I'm only trying to say that let us not 
um, 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 surround ourselves with things that can easily cause us to fall into a certain level of temptation. Mm-hmm. That is all I'm saying. So, for example, you can be in a room with your partner, your guy or your girl or whatever, but I'm only saying that when you are alone, is it safe? When, for example, you sit on the bed of the, the person you want to marry in future, is it safe? If it is safe for you, fine. But the Bible says that flee from all appearances of evil. So anything that, can, that suggests evil is something that you have to flee. Mm. You get it? So I'm not giving yes. a, cis, a cis feed gab or whatever. No. I'm only mm. saying that let's try and be careful. For example, you are hugging. Okay, how long can you hug? Are you going to have for just a minute? Or are you going to have for five minutes? Or are you going to have for ten minutes? If you're going to have hug for two minutes, three minutes, can that hug lead into something? If it can lead into something as a child of God, then you must avoid it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is all I'm trying to say. We got you, sir. We do. And if you just yeah. join us, welcome to the world. We are having a conversation with Reverend Nana Ewisimensa on the topic dating in a new era so sir if any of these don't have been violated how can one go back in fixing their foundation to ensure that the next phase of the relationship is secured come again with your question please i said if any of the don'ts have been violated Mm -hmm. how can one ensure or how can one go back to ensure that the next phase of the relationship is secured Hmm. The, 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 the good thing is that if mm-hmm. we are all Christians, for example, we are all not perfect and any of mm-hmm. these things can happen. So I feel the main thing is just to pray for the grace of God, to pray for the favor of God, because when some of these things happen, it creates what we call mistrust. Mm. And for the trust to be gained, then you only need the grace of God. You just have to pray to God for God's help and for God's guidance. That is all I can see. Okay. Okay. So um, thank you so much for, for that information. So I want us to talk about red flags. What are some of the okay. red flags one should look out for when they are in a friendship relationship? Mm. 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 Yeah. When you, what, do so, you, what should we look out for when we want to, we want to um, partner with another individual? Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, can you? Wh- what is a red flag? Mm-hmm. Like the red flags. What are some red flags that we should look out for in friendship, relationship, or in dating? Yes. And I'm, I'm, I'm asking, what is a red flag? So red flags, red for like highlight hmm. certain behaviors that just turns you off that gives you a highlight like uh-uh, don't don't go just don't go like you know do not trust this person or do not um, exceed these boundaries do not go in for this person because mm. this behavior is going to backfire mm. Mm. okay because i thought let's let's read first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 22 if you can read for me first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 22 okay i just wanted to establish the foundation of a um, red flag so that we okay. Can from there. Okay, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse, verse nineteen. You said. Verse twenty-two to twenty-three. Twenty-two. Oh. To twenty-three. Okay. 
I am reading from the NIV version, um, 1 Thessalonians okay. chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Reject every kind of evil. Verse 22, that's okay. reject every kind of evil. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So read the 22 again. 22, 1 Thessalonians 5, 22. Reject every kind of evil. So for example, you are talking about, we are talking about red flags tonight. So in the in the course of dating you must be very alert whenever you see evil mm. around the person that you intend to marry this is one thing that most of the youth overlooked overlook these days and mm. that is why sometimes you end you end up marrying and then you see the problems start coming up right from the first year i was happy when pastor charles said last week that he he has just been married for two years and over, and he's still enjoying the marriage because mm-hmm. maybe he out for all these red flags. So mm-hmm. any appearances of evil, anything that is evil, you must actually look out for for some of these things in a person that you want to marry. Mm-hmm. For example, let me talk about physical abuse. Mm-hmm. You see, you are there with somebody you intend to marry, and then sometimes the 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 the, the, the other person will intentionally physically assault you. Or, uh, abuse you, insult you, blah, blah. All these are things you have to look at. All these are red flags. All these are signs. You are there with somebody, an issue has cropped up, and you have apologized. The person doesn't want to forgive you. It will take days, it will take months Mm. before you finally come together. Remember, this is just in the dating process. So somebody who cannot Mm -hmm. even forgive in the course of the dating, it's a very serious issue. You get it. So unforgiveness, physical abuse, and all these things, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to look out, watch out for these things. That is why I told you that read First Thessalonians chapter five, verse twenty-two. So all appearances of evil, anything that you don't like, is better to end a relationship than for you to enter into marriage with that kind of thing. Mm. So um, why do you think people ignore these red flags, though? Yeah, so so like I said, people feel that okay, we are everybody is doing it. So if it is not even working, let me try it. Will work one day, you see. So peer pressure mm-hmm. is part, and um, the fear that I am aging, I am alone, nobody is accepting me in, in in society. Do you get it? And these mm-hmm. days, there's the media hype that okay, all should go into relationship. It's normal to go into relationship. We watch these soap press and we feel that that is what marriage is all about, or that is what relationship is all about, but it is not mm-hmm. so. So people will see these red flags and they still want to go into it. Let me give a, phys- a, 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 a practical example. Sometimes mm-hmm. when ladies hit the age of 22, 24, 25, 26, and they are aging, mm-hmm. they feel that this is my last opportunity. So if I don't grab it and I lose it, I'll be, I'll be lonely in life. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? So they see the red flags showing but they will still want to enter into it. You get it. And our bishop always says that don't always be afraid to break a relationship. It is better to break a relationship or to break a relationship than to enter into marriage because once you enter into the marriage, there is no way you'll be able to break the marriage as a Christian um, um, child. So we cannot break marriages, but we can break relationships. 
yes, 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 fast. yes, 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 fast, fast, fast. And let me confess, I have a lot of relationships that um, I do not continue. A lot, really? A lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. After relationship, it should not be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as for as for breaking relation, it should be a normal thing. It should not be. It should not be mm-hmm. uh, difficult for you to break a relationship, especially when you see red flags. Especially mm-hmm. when you see red flags. Let me let me give you another example. This is um, something I witnessed. A friend okay. of mine um, um, wanted to marry somebody, and then on the night of the wedding. This lady was having sex with the other guy. You get it. My friend saw it. He kept it to himself. And the day of the wedding, the wedding was blessed. Do you, can you believe that oh, wow. after so many years, this thing has come up? And to, today, to date, the marriage is on the rocks. Mm. You get it. Mm. So I'm just thinking, why see this red flag and you still go into it? You are not supposed to. You are so, not supposed to. And now my friend is not happy. He has even moved from the house and the lady is the one staying there alone and all that. It's complex. That's a lot. So for you personally, because you just said, you just confessed that, that you broke a lot of relationships, right? Yeah. What are some of the red flags that you saw that just turned you off? Okay. <laughs> This one, you are making it a bit personal, but I'll try. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one day I was there, then this lady I was dating, or I was in friendship with, um, I remember started telling me a lot about her past. And then she said um, in her lifetime, she's been able to sleep with six guys, and out of the six, none of them could satisfy her, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, Celestine, after that relationship, after that discussion, I had to change my mind about right. her. Because I did not have that experience. Mm. So if I had gone into such a relationship, I mean, it, it, would, be, it would be serious. Do you get it? So immediately I had to end that, that relationship. You get it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Then there was this other girl too who one day visited me. We were we were in the room for a long time. Then she started crying that I don't love her. If I'm not kissing her, I don't kiss her. I don't fondle her and all that. So it's an indication that I don't have genuine love for her. You see that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I remember I was on fire for God. How can I just leave that whole thing and then start kissing you and start. So I realized the girl was not spiritual at all. And one of mm-hmm. the red flags you should look out for is when you sense that, listen, I believe tonight I'm talking to Christians, when you have mm-hmm. a sense of feeling that this person that I'm following, you know, I'm trying to enter into a relationship with or I'm dating, it's not spiritual. You you must fear those people and naturally run away from them because it's a, it's a red flag. People who are not spiritual, you ask them about prayer life, they are not praying. You ask them about fasting, they are not fasting. You ask them about reading their Bible, they don't even have Bibles. Mm-hmm. All these are red flags. You get it? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not reading your Bible, fasting, the spirituality part, yeah. all of those are red yes, flags. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, sir. Okay. So so let, let me give you one reason why, for example, I settled on my wife. Mm-hmm. I felt that um, she was very spiritual, 
Do you get it? I, I always make this joke that one day I even made a mistake and hit her tie. She was, mm -hmm. we, were, we were dragged, we were, we were traveling. And then mistakenly I hit the tie and my, and she was not happy at all. Do you get mm. it? But I'm just imagining if it had been these days, the girls of today, she would have just overlooked it, but my wife did not overlook it. So because mm. of that act and some others, do you get it? I felt that no, this is a Christian girl I can marry. So the red flags, Celestine, are very, very, very important. So look out for the physical ones and look out for the spiritual ones. Very, very okay. important. So we look out for the physical ones and look out for the spiritual ones. And if you are listening, you can please go ahead and put in your questions in the comment box and it will be a privilege for me to read it out to the professor. Um, so, so can you guys, perfect. So I, I keep going in and out. <laughs> Sorry guys. Um, so where, um, the past, a pastor of a church was actually introducing a young couple to the congregation because they intend on getting married. And another gentleman from the congregation was like, uh-uh-uh, this cannot be because he has invested a lot. He has invested a lot in this supposed lady. So she was, he was not going to allow the relationship to move forward into, uh, into marriage. And so this brings me to my next question. The issue of money or sponsor. Why should we, why should men take their own the responsibility of the women or the friends they intend on marrying? And if they do, do the women have the right to actually walk away when they think that the guy is not for them? Like, you know, you get it. Do you get my question? Well, I think, I think you are, you are, you are. Talking about the issue of money and the other thing, which is confusing me. Can you make it clearer? So the issue of money should join dating relationship. Should money be involved? And also, okay. yes. And also if money is involved, does that commit the individuals into like getting married? Like, does that say that because I have okay. spent on you, because I have invested this amount on you, you need to marry me? Like, does that mean that we cannot walk away if we think that, or if one person decides that this relationship is not it for them? Okay, thank you very much. Um, I'm happy you have the NIV, so please read First Timothy 16. <laughs> okay. First Timothy 16. <clears throat> First Timothy 16? 16, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Take it easy with me, guys. First Timothy okay. six ten, and I read from the NIV. But godliness with contentment is great gain. Shall I continue? Okay, continue, please. Okay, seven. For we brought nothing into the world and can take nothing out of it. You you tell me okay. when to stop. But if we okay. have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those okay, who want I think that's the scripture I'm I'm looking for, but that's fine. Okay. So, like you said, um, in our church, we always mm -hmm. teach the young people not to base their relationship on money, like you are saying. So, for example, mm -hmm. spending money on someone to go to school with the intent that as I spend on her, she will finish school and then I will marry her. It is never done. It is not mm -hmm. if for in, in our case in the church. It is not allowed. 
you get it because once you commit yourself in that way remember the friendship or the dating that we are discussing tonight is to is, is to get to know the person so now once money comes in the person more or less is blinded do you get it mm-hmm. i'm not even able to look at the person well i'm not able to because it is it is hanged on something and that thing can be a hindrance so when money comes in even at a point when i have to now walk out of the relationship i'm mm-hmm. not able to because there's some form of commitment bible says that money is the root of all evil remember so mm-hmm. the moment money comes into relationship then you have introduced some level of evil already Mm-hmm. So as for money and relationship is a no 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 no. There are other things there are other things you can use to spice up the relationship. And, 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 and not, it may not necessarily be money. Do you, do you get it? So you have to look out for those things instead of money 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 money. No money should not be in a relationship at all. It's not it's not acceptable. It's not it's acceptable. Not acceptable. So no level of money, like nothing, not even a gift, not even like, oh, I just saw this, I just thought of you, so no, I just got it for gifts you, like, you know? Gifts, for example, so, so, so like, so like you are saying, instead of, instead of maybe me buying you a phone, mm-hmm. so let's say instead of me getting you, giving you money, I can buy you a phone, I can buy you credit, I can buy you, you see that kind of thing, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be like, like okay this month has ended you have not given me anything i'm in a relationship with you don't give me money and my parents cannot take care of me why don't you take me to school that kind of of thing you you will not have the right lens to be able to look at once that thing comes in you will not be able to put on the right lens to look at the person Mm. critically remember the dating is for a short period but the marriage Mm. is a lifetime relationship You, you get it. So in, 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 in entering the marriage, you need to actually put on the right spectacle to be able to look at the person very, very, very well. Now, mm-hmm. when money comes in, you put away the spectacle. How do you see the person well in the right way? So the person even insults you, the person physically abuses you, and you are still in it because you are, you are, you are committed. Mm-hmm. You are born by money. So as for money, it, it, is, not, it is not a good thing, no. So, so for gifts... Fine. Mm-hmm. For example, it's your, it's your, it's your, it's your birthday. I'll buy you a chocolate. I'll buy you some, depending on your, your level of what do you call it, financial power. I can buy you a phone. I can that kind of thing is. But me taking you to school, looking after your parents, giving them money. No, 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 no. And I know most of the youth they do it these days, but it should mm-hmm. not be encouraged. Okay. It shouldn't be so, encouraged. Pump money into relationships should not be. A- no paying school fees no like going to pay parents rent or whatever taking parents to hospital nothing like that guys no please guys (laughs) do not do not take the responsibility of a father yes do not take the responsibility of a father but if the the intent is to help Mm -hmm. somebody like Mm -hmm. you're helping the person as a christian brother or a christian sister fine Okay. But for somebody you intend to marry or you are dating, please, for the sake of talking about to be able to put on the right one at all. Okay. 
Okay, so we're not going to the area of money. I, I don't I do not understand this question, but I'm still going to read it out. Which one is better? Like what do you mean by married type of life and matter type of So do you understand? Because I don't. No, I'm not getting it. Thank you. So Apostle Adupo, who please if I understand if I understand the spiritual, if I understand the spiritual and the physical, you know, Mary was more spiritual because she was always under the feet of Jesus, trying to listen to him always. And the matter was the um, the the, oh, the cooking Going time. She was always at the kitchen. <laughs> so if I understand the person's question, it's like when it comes to dating, which part is more important? Is it the should you pay more attention to the spiritual or pay more attention to the physical? That is how me I get it. I don't Let's know. Let's go that with that. Let's go with that. The question should come out clearly. Yeah. He said sure. So, so let's go so, with that. For me, I would say, okay. So for me, I would say the spiritual supersedes all. Remember, Bible says that beauty is vain. Mm -hmm. Celestine, for example, what you are doing tonight, more or less, you are involved in ministry. You are trying to do spiritual things and all that. For me, that is inner beauty. Mm. You get it. And mm -hmm. it is better to be attacked to somebody who is into ministry, who is spiritual, than somebody who is who, who dresses and hey, I mean I mean the two the two should not be compared. Please let's not go there at all. The mm. two should not be compared. But sir that's always going for the married type of yes. For the married type of girls. But sir, there are certain spiritual people here. They will pray in tongues. They will do their fasting. They will do everything. But they will not fold. They have difficulty like waking up maybe early in the morning. They just don't know how to serve. They don't know how to, they, know, they don't know their way around the kitchen. They just don't know how to organize a house or like properly like converse, articulate words, you know? So don't you think there should be a balance between the two instead of focusing just on the spiritual lens? Hmm. That that is that is very one one of the things I want as much as mm -hmm. you are trying to be spiritual, you see, you must also focus on developing mm. your character. It's very, very important. So like we are saying, most of these young girls um, just know how to pray in tongues and all that, but for example, they don't know how to cook, they don't know even what it means to respect. Mm -hmm. do, 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 do you get it? And then um, we have to look at that. We have to look at that as well. So I will not recommend a balance per se, but okay. what I recommend is that the Christian girls who pray, mm -hmm. the Christian girls who read their Bible should also mm -hmm. begin to work on their character. Not that we will combine Mary and Martha in one person. No. Okay. We are not combining Mary and Martha in one person. But what I will recommend is that Yes, be spiritual, but as you are becoming spiritual, focus also on developing your character. You see, that's what the worldly people have. For example, the worldly people, they even know how to dress well, mm -hmm. they know how to respect, they know how to honor, they know how to cook, they know how to mm -hmm. set table. Whilst we, the Christian, the, our Christian girls, only know how to pray and read their Bible and speak in mm -hmm. tongues. It is not enough. It is, it is, it is not enough. So, it is high time that we all, um, what do you call it, begin to embrace this type mm -hmm. of change, this kind of change. Okay, okay. so embrace. Mm -hmm. Give yourself a chance to develop characters, yes. develop some skills, you know, you yes. know just mm -hmm. just for the sight. Um, mm -hmm. Also, um, we are almost 
at the end of our conversation. But before we go, um, what are some of the parameters that we can put in place to attract the right people in choosing the right association, like friendship, the pool, you know, to create that pool where we'll be like, eh, I think I want this one. <laughs> Do you get me? Can you come, can you, can you come again? <laughs> what, what are some of the parameters we can put in place to attract the right people, yeah. like to create the pool? And like decide which one to go in for. To the which one we decide to date. Mm. We did that. Yeah. I I have to so so parameters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so let's see. Are you sure you can put in parameters? Are you sure? <laughs> hey, like let's what standards, values. You. you know. Yes, I understand. I understand. <laughs> I'm asking this question. The standards you are talking about, you can never meet them. Oh. Get it. So, but you let's read scripture. Proverbs Ooh. chapter three, verse five. Proverbs three, verse five. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. And wait, did you say I cannot meet them? Yo, you read Proverbs <laughs> chapter three, verse five. <laughs> okay. Proverbs three, verse five says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding." Shall I continue? Uh, verse six. Six says, yes, "In all your ways." submit to him and he will make your path straight this is actually one of my favorite bible verses <laughs> very good so 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 you see we don't have confidence in ourselves but our confidence is in the lord we derive our confidence from the lord mm-hmm. do you get it so mm-hmm. when it comes to the standards that you are talking about okay mm-hmm. how can we attract the right people and all that we must just put our trust in god mm-hmm. do you get it we mm-hmm. must just trust in god as Christian, um, Christian um, children, children of God, that look, our trust is in the Lord. We are believing God that when we trust in Him, mm-hmm. we'll get, we will attract the right people. Mm-hmm. So here I will say that we have to seek God's guide. Do you get it? We have yeah. to seek His guidance. We have to now begin to develop a strong relationship with God. I tell you that when you develop a strong relationship with God, you are likely to always attract the right kind of man or woman in your life. If you forget anything that I've said tonight, this should be the watch phrase that develop a strong relationship with God. Forget about the other things that people say. Some of some of them will say, okay, do A, do B, do C, mm-hmm. and then as you do A, B, and C, you're able to attract the right kind of people. It is never the case. It is never the case. So I would say that develop a strong relationship with God. And like what I said in the previous point, focus on developing your character mm-hmm. and your inner qualities. And then practice what we call patience. Mm. If you can also practice patience to, to, to also help. Because sometimes it's because we cannot wait. That is why we're also not attracting the right kind of people. You see, when you are in a rush, you will never be able to attract the right kind of what guy or, or, or lady in your life. And then lastly, I will say that pray for your future spouse. Pray. The, kind, the type of man, the type of woman that you want. Pray. Pray. Mm. Pray to God. And God will give you the right, the right man or woman to marry. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, when you said pray, um, growing up in assemblies of God, our pastors will always let us pray for, <laughs> pray for our future husbands and so seats. And I had no intention. Yes. I had zero idea mm-hmm. of marriage and relationship then. But it's 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 a it's just build a habit, you know. Let's build a habit. Mm. Um, so we're coming to the, to the end of our discussion. And I see there is no more questions. 
So I'm going to take it that we are all in sync with our conversation. So to wrap up, what at what stage? I'm probably gonna lie because this is not gonna be my last question. <laughs> at what stage is be in relationships? Cause I can remember I had a story where um one auntie, I'm just gonna say an auntie, an auntie from church saw a lady in a relationship and she was like, Wait, you're too long you're too young to be in a relationship and the lady or the girl said, Well, my, my mom already knows about it. You get so at what stage should parents be involved in relationships? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I will say that um, you have to wait till you both feel you want to meet the parents. Because you see, this is very, very important because if you you don't feel okay in mm-hmm. please try different yes. Religion and all that. So you must actually school your partner in all these areas. So when both of you feel very comfortable and okay to meet them, I think you can go ahead and then and then meet them. Hmm. But please do not do not be in a rush to want to bring parents in. It can okay. create problems. It can create problems. Um, um, let, 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 let me give, maybe if you want me to give an example, I can do so. Please do. We are all for Okay. So, for example, you have seen this guy who believes has a future. Is the guy is into ministry? He hasn't got money for now. God, to you personally that this guy one day will do well. So, for example, maybe but you are from. A very good home, rich parents, blah blah blah. But this guy, other guy, is from poor background. Now, so mm-hmm. dressing and outlook, the guy is not in a certain position or state. Now, you take mm-hmm. this guy to your parents. Your parents see this guy, and they immediately frown at him. Do you get mm-hmm. it? And this can actually discourage you because remember, your parents are also involved. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm saying that don't be in a rush. When both of you are very comfortable, there is no. Just wait. When mm-hmm. both of you are very comfortable to bring parents in, you bring them in accordingly okay so your example you gave is rich girl um i don't want to say poor guy but yeah poor guy what of if they are both Mm. from the same economic background yes then that one it even makes things easy Mm. so with with that one it means there are no barriers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay um let's let's um Let's say I have a PhD. Mm-hmm. Now, my, my dad is also a medical doctor. Do you get it? And mm-hmm. I'm going to get married to yeah. somebody who has, let's say, a, deg- a, a qualification, who is an SS, SHS graduate. My father's dream is for me to marry somebody who has a me but now 
did not date Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But you see, our, our times have changed. You you get it. That is why I also gave the example of Joseph and Mary. That is why I also gave the example of Jacob and Rachel. So if you look at Jacob and Rachel, for example, I can say that they were in a relationship for seven years. Because the Bible says that the first day that Jacob saw Rachel, Jacob Mm -hmm. fell in love with Rachel. Do you get it? So for the seven years that Jacob was working for Laban to be able to get Rachel, they were actually in a relationship. So for Mm -hmm. seven years, they were together in the same house. Mm. You you get it. Yeah. So so um so dating is okay if you put it in the right perspective. Do you get it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you there you have it. So, so and, to answer the question, mm-hmm. to answer the person's question, yes, dating is very very important because I said dating is simply getting to know your potential mm-hmm. partner. So mm-hmm. it's good to know the person, especially when it comes to the issue of temperament. Today we are not discussing temperament. But maybe one day it's something you can look at. But temperament is also a very critical Sir, issue. One day I will invite you back so date. we can talk about temperaments. <laughs> okay. Well noted. Yes, I will invite you back so we can talk about temperament. I just put it out there, everybody. So everybody listening, everyone, um, Professor Nana Evusimensa will be joining us another time to talk about temperament. That Back to the last question, what are some of the issues or conversation people should have when they are dating or when they are in a friendship, you know, to build a foundation for their next um, phase in life? That's our last question, I promise. Let me just tune your, tweak your question a bit. Okay. I'll put it this way. What are some of the things we should not, what are some of the discussion we should not be involved in? Oh. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because of my personal experience. Mm. Do, do you get sure. it? So I would say that, please, all of you listening to me, when you are dating or when you are in friendship or a relationship or whatever you call it, do not discuss your past relationships. Mm. Do not discuss your past relationships. It is not a good one at all. Remember when I started, I said um, I was about marrying a certain lady and then because of certain areas she, of her life, of her past life, she opened up, I was not interested anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? So in talking about your past, yes, you can talk about it superficially, but to go into the details, so like giving details of your sexual history, trying to compare what you used to, what you are, the type of guys you used to date vis-a-vis this new one you have found. No, please, don't talk about your past relationships at all. Mm-hmm. It is not a good thing. Then number two, I would say, don't talk about future commitments. Mm-hmm. So for example, you, st- you are dating mm-hmm. and already you started talking about the number of children you want to have. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Major life decision, the type of house you want to build. You are, you are not even where you are not gainfully employed. You don't have the right type of job yet. Then you are, you are already discussing the type of house you will build. So assuming the person now comes into your life and you are not able to build that type of house, then it becomes a disappointment. So I'm saying that certain future commitments, certain critical future commitments should not be discussed. You were, you were a lady. Don't promise the guy that, oh, I'll give you two boys and one girl. What if you are not able to give birth at all? What happens? Then I also feel that we should not be engaged in financial matters. Mm. You get it. So housekeeping money. When we marry, I'll give you this amount of money. You see that kind of thing. It's like (laughs) more or less you are bragging. Do Mm. you get it? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also 
let's not talk about the negative things that do happen in our family. It also has a negative toll on the relationship. Mm -hmm. So, for example, yes, in every family there are problems. Mm -hmm. But when you are dating, it is not time to share those negative, what do you call it, um, family issues with your with your with your partner. Mm -hmm. Do do you get it? And sure. then also avoid negative self-talk. Okay. Avoid negative self-talk. As for me, I don't like the way my nose is looking. I don't like the way my eye is. I wish my eye, my head was like this. I wish my hair was like this. Maybe your, your, your guy or your lady is not even looking at these things. But the moment you mention it, then it becomes a center of attraction. Mm. Do you get it? And it has a way of gradually destroying the courtship or the relationship or the dating. Okay. So um, you, you said the first point was to not discuss past relationship. And there is a follow up. It says, what if something from the past emerges after the marriage? And your partner is like, oh, you did not tell me that. How do you go about that then? Oh. <laughs> That's a tiny one. Mm -hmm. um, you see, we are Christians. The Bible says that when we come to Christ, all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so the day you were joined to your, you see, you have to get these foundations right. Do you get it? Mm -hmm. So yes, people have bad past, nasty past and all that. But um, once you have prayed about it, that's why always prayer should be the focus. You have prayed about it. You heard the voice of God. This is the person I have to marry. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and marry the person. You marry the person and something from the past crops up. The person is new now. So forget about the past and let's move on. That is why, Celestine, you need to really, really pray about, about the whole thing that God should guide you into it so mm -hmm. that there will be nothing like marital surprises. Mm -hmm. There will be nothing like marital surprises. Okay. Yeah. So to, um, and also my next one, because in my head, when you said that, I was like, uh, um, do not talk about future commitments. Not commitment per se, but for me personally, if I'm going to be in a relationship with you, I want to know where we are going. I want to know what you're all about. I want to yes. know how I fit into the whole equation. Like I want yes. to know, cause I feel like it gives a roadmap, you know, it gives a roadmap and it gives me like yes. a self, I wouldn't say self-assurance, but it gives me a sense of confidence to know that the person that I'm going to build a future with has these things settled. And even if the future is not as you are projecting, I know there is something we are going to work with. So when you say, do not talk about future mm. commitments, <clears throat> Mm. Um. So, 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 Celestine, remember, mm -hmm. I didn't say don't talk about the future. Mm -hmm. I didn't say don't talk about the future. I said don't talk mm -hmm. about future commitments. commitments. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you are you are promising, you are committing to somebody that okay, when we marry, this is the type of house. It's like you are committing. Did you get it? You are assuring the person that you are telling this lady that, look, when I marry you, I'm going to put up a three-bedroom house for you. Now, oh. you have married the person, and you mm -hmm. have now put um, a one-bedroom um, 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 apartment. Yeah, it just means we have a lot of work to do. Because... <laughs> <laughs> but you see, yeah. your partner may not tell you. But it's disappointing. What if you don't even build it at all? What if you don't build it at all? So you can discuss some of these things mm -hmm. officially, but the details. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I also talked about number of children. Mm -hmm. You see, it's different from you asking your guys, so what is your vision for this relationship? What, um, when we marry, what is the way forward? What is, uh, 
what is your what do you intend to do in 10 years time 20 years time mm -hmm. i know the details of whatever will happen that one okay that one you get it uh -huh. so you, you can you can talk about general things so like you are saying you'd also want some assurance mm -hmm. do you get it mm -hmm. but at the end of the day everything hinges on god remember everything hinges on god bible even says that don't think about what you eat tomorrow for yeah. tomorrow will think about yourself do you get it so some of these physical things like type of house number of children those things no just leave all those things to go and we can discuss them briefly but mm. the, the details committing mm -hmm. and talk about the future and believe god that god will take us there mm -hmm. so whatever you want your your your, your partner to become that mm -hmm. is what your assemblies of god pastor was teaching pray about it and it will happen mm -hmm. bible says that acts and it shall be given so once mm -hmm. you ask God that God, my type of man should be able to put up a three-bedroom house, should be able to build a mega church, should be able mm -hmm. to do all these things you have asked God for, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. And your prayers you prayed in assemblies of God, watch out, it, they all come to pass. Mm -hmm. so, well. so don't just talk about it, but let's believe God that God will bring all of them to come to us. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so much, Reverend Professor Nane Wisi Bansa, for having the time and sharing your knowledge and your experiences with us on dating in a new era. So this brings us to the, uh, okay, this brings us to the end of our conversation. If you can always go back and listen to this podcast, it's going to be published on our platform. So feel free whenever, just go in there and listen to it again. Um, also, the world is going to come your way again. Remember, this month is a month all about our relationship and everything in between. So with the Kingdom series, we're coming your way again, again with Reverend Professor Nene Visimensa and... There's going to be a surprise guest. So it's going to be a two-in-one combo. So do not miss. And the conversation will be on forever together. So do not miss it. Also, prayer time will be coming your way throughout um, this week. So stay tuned. I'll always come back because we are having a 21 days prophetic. Um, what? what I've forgotten the name. Of. Pro prayer prophetic and word. So do not miss it. Stay tuned and always come back. There is always more to have. And with that, it's a good night. And watch out for Saturday. It's going to be a forever together. Thank you so much, um, sir. And thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. Have a good evening. Welcome. Bye.